0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, April 9th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Mitt Romney senses foreign policy weakness in President Obama, but it's not clear how he would criticize that weakness. Obama's foreign policy has largely mirrored that of George W. Bush, even extended broad assertions of executive power. John Mueller is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. His most recent book is Terror, Security, and Money, Balancing the Risks, Benefits, and Costs of Homeland Security. We spoke Friday.
1: No, it's hard to see what he's, what he's talking about. And to a degree what's happened is uh, Obama's taken it somewhat off the table. Uh, you could use a comparison. Bill Clinton seemed to be vulnerable in his first term, particularly because of Somalia uh, and sort of the back down from there, though no one wanted to go back in. But uh, then in 1995, he was able basically to resolve the Bosnian issue and look pretty good. Now, people were not very concerned about the Bosnian issue. In fact, they were mainly worried that we might send troops and they'd be you know, bogged down in some sort of war there. But it came off pretty well. Uh, by 1996, when Clinton ran for his second term, it wasn't that um, the foreign policy was a big issue or that people even remembered Bosnia or Somalia, for that matter. But essentially, foreign policy had been taken off the agenda. And I think that's probably what's happening currently. The analogy would be that uh, Obama's, uh, people are not paying that much attention to foreign policy, they're much more obviously concerned with the uh, domestic issues, particularly economic. Um, but the, the Republicans naturally are looking for vulnerabilities and to a degree with the uh, uh, murder of bin Laden and now with the apparent success of um, of Libya, even though the, that was, people were not very gung-ho about going into Libya, nevertheless it worked out okay at least from an American public opinion standpoint. So I think mostly he's pretty much invulnerable in that area. I don't see how he can how he can open up things uh, further uh, from the Republican standpoint. The main thing would be that if he you know if, if there's an attack on Iran by Israel or something, there might might be s- situations where will change that. But as of now it seems to be that it's not a very good opening for the Republicans at all.
0: Romney has not really criticized Obama uh, for dropping bombs in Libya without asking for congressional right. uh, permission. He hasn't criticized uh, President Obama for his other uh, actions related to foreign policy that have gone above and beyond the assertions of power by the Bush administration. Uh, how then is he really criticizing Obama? On yeah, well,
1: he's, he's using the word feckless a lot, that somehow there's a lack of backbone and so forth. Uh, And you can make that case, perhaps, with respect to the Iranian situation that he wants to negotiate, Obama does, and so forth. Uh, But these other two incidents, the the, uh, Bin Laden death and the um, the Libya thing, basically, they don't look very feckless. Uh, In fact, if anything, they look kind of foolhardy in some respects, or or very risk-acceptant, particularly in the case of the, the Bin Laden situation. So I don't think that's really gonna work. Also, if he tries to use the fecklessness with respect to Iran, like we're not being tough enough with Iran, it may sound like he wants to get into another war there, and public opinion is not actually not really looking to get into another war in the Middle East of any sort uh, of certainly of any any magnitude which even bombing would be, and certainly an invasion would be uh, extremely much that very much that way so I don't think it's not it's just not likely to be very effective politically and it might be counterproductive for Romney
0: I feel like uh I mean from a libertarian perspective uh they might prefer uh, to have someone saying the things that a 2008 Barack Obama was saying on foreign policy, or a 2000 George W. Bush was saying on foreign policy. With Mitt Romney, it seems like we have a, a 2004 George Bush. Yes. Uh, and in Obama, we have the policies of when Bush left office,
1: yeah. largely. Yeah. Well, there is of course George W. Bush the first, which is during the campaign of 2000. Uh, in which he uh, talked about how the United States should be humble in its foreign policy in relation to other countries, Uh, that um, he could, uh, I mean, that point of view is probably becoming considerably more popular in the United States. Uh, It certainly didn't hurt Bush at the time. I don't know if it helped him either. But it's not something that, I mean, people talk about American arrogance and so forth, and I think there's a fair amount to that uh, issue and that concern. Uh, But it's also the case that you have basically George W. Bush saying we should be humble, and people didn't find that, even from a Texan. uh, And this didn't seem to be uh, a a problem politically. It may not have hurt him. It may not have helped him, but certainly didn't hurt him.
0: Later this month in April, uh, Mitt Romney will be laying out, I think uh – a broader statement of uh, his foreign policy goals. What might that look
1: like? Well, I don't know. He's going to have to – he's already given sort of a checklist of things we should do. We should have resolve and we should not apologize and we should be tough and we should build even more ships in the Navy Uh, and we have to do something about Iran and we we can't throw Israel under the bus as he's uh, argued that uh, Obama has done so i I doubt if there's there isn't I, you know maybe I lack imagination, but it doesn't seem that there's any place else uh, or any issues that are out there where he can really poke and make uh uh make uh, help him in his campaign. I may be wrong about that and think and the conditions may change yeah he's also you know made he done rather amateurish things referring to Russia as the number one geopolitical foe, and that is really you know weird um it, it uh, it's 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 also stupid, <laughs> in the sense that it just alienates the Russians without any kind of gain, and if, and you, if he's you, trying to build them up as being somebody we really have to worry a lot about, I think um, that's not going to work very well politically either.
0: And we're talking about a military in Russia where uh, soldiers are using their own cell phones to yes, uh, right. communicate with each other.
1: And it's probably a lot better than the alternative, right? Yeah. The, hence, that's the reason for doing it. Yeah. It's not well. Just it's just sort of you know like like he's coming out of the middle of the 20th century or something like that. Um, it's, uh, you know, there isn't a foe there. There's a regime that has a lot of problems and we should probably not too, get too warm and cuddly with it. On the other hand, it has been helpful in various issues in the Middle East. Uh, and obviously we want to keep relations in a reasonable uh, uh, position and hopefully help to move that to a more viable form of democracy. Uh, but uh, right now there aren't problems that need to be resolved and sort of calling them a foe, even though there are of course disagreements but calling them a foe is simply not a very good idea. And it's not clear that works. I mean, the, the issue is what works politically. And it seems to me that's, that's simply not going to work either.
0: John Mueller is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. His most recent book is Terror, Security, and Money, Balancing the Risks, Benefits, and Costs of Homeland Security. You can read more of Mueller's work at cato.org.